Boom. Okay, we're here. Our, oh, Lord. Okay. I gotta do it like this. Okay, can y'all hear me? Can y'all see me? I'm gonna give everybody an opportunity to come in. Let me retweet this. Thank y'all for bearing with me. It's tweeted so people can join us. All right, boom. Okay, great. Oh, shit. That's, that's powerful. Literally there. There we go. All right. Hey, y'all. I was gonna. I was not gonna do an episode tonight, but it was. It was mentioned, and so I felt uh, forced to be accountable to y'all. Let's see. Does this work like this? Um. So I'm here. Also, I want y'all to know I'm going to uh, finally start my own show within the next month. In like a month, um, so I'm gonna have my own YouTube show where y'all can tune in. Everything. So tea times with Olay will become more of like a treat. Uh, Will it be a live show? It will be, no, it's going to be pre-recorded, uh, like weekly episodes, but videos that come out on particular topics, uh, throughout the weeks. Um, but no, but I'll still, I'll still have tea time, but it just will be, you know, whatever random time. So people can talk to me or ask me whatever questions. Um, and I also wanted to give you all an opportunity to come in if you had anything in particular you wanted to talk to me about this week. Uh, not much has been on my heart, honestly. It's been, you know, uh, the nonsense with people being on Angela Davis's back um, about those uh, for no reason, for literally no logical reason. There's nothing substantive to even say about it because it makes no fucking sense. Like, obvious, like, oh, she descended from slave masters. Like, yeah, bro, slave masters was raping people. That's like known information. I don't understand what about that. I cannot, for the love of God, understand how people are trying their best to distort that as something to be critical of her about. It's nonsensical. Um, so that was one of the things that has been going on in the news uh, in the last week or so. Um, someone said, huh, did you miss that? Did you miss the Angela Davis uh, uh, ancestry results? If you missed that, good for you. I don't know if I want to give you the context and, and ruin that for you, my love. Um, but yes. Oh, and someone said they like my shirt. Thank you. I have it's a it's a little matching set. The pants match. You see. <laughs> um. Yes. So honestly, please type in the chat what y'all want to talk about. I'm very interested. Uh. You know, y'all are my my intimate group that can talk to me directly. Yes. Y'all are in my living room today. Today, I wanted it to be comfy. So. Yes. Um. Porn in the male gaze that escalated quickly. How'd y'all get there? Let me see what I miss. <laughs> uh, okay. I see y'all are talking about important things. Where's my boy uh, Hussein? Is he not in this chat? Because y'all know I'd be sick if Hussein's not here or chosen. Um, but yes, what else is happening? There there are a few things. Right now I'm trying to write my Illuminati essay uh, and I am struggling. I'm a little bit behind on it. Uh, I've been really focused on honestly the same things as usual i'm very abolition heavy abolitioned out right now um my last two pieces are about abolition so please spare me tonight y'all let's let's not abolition it up um first day first name basis what what y'all talking about how am i missing this let me let me let call callie up come come talk callie come tell me what's up hi callie yeah what's up uh mine is just kind of like a a weird offbeat topic a bit okay. but i guess i i wanted to talk about drill music oh okay uh why eric adams on your mind is that what's up 
Uh, kind of. He sort of definitely did inspire it. Okay. Um, I think as like an art form, it's super duper, like, legitimate. Like, there's like a nihilism <laughs> to the genre that like I really kind of relate yeah. to. Um, but I feel like his popularity is kind of problematic. Oh, uh, why is that? Um, I just feel like it's a largely white audience consuming consuming mainstream hip hop. It's like the zeitgeist in hip hop right now, and I don't know. It just seems kind of like stereotypical. What becomes stereotypical? The the content because white people are consuming it. Yeah, but they're also like celebrating it and then it becomes like a sort of monetary gain involved. And I don't know if you follow a lot of like the beefs that go on in it, but like the popularity of the music has like amped up the violence in the streets. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that. And, but I don't want to censor it. I don't think that's the right answer. It's just, anyways. No, no, I'm just listening. I, I guess I'm listening. I'm trying to find, I'm, I'm trying to guess, I guess find where you're, where the is, because I mean, this is, uh, I guess I'm listening. I'm trying to find, I'm, I'm trying to guess, I guess to find where you're, where the is. Because I mean, this is, uh, at the end of the day, hip hop was always something rooted in, in like more at the end of the day, hip hop was always something rooted in, in like more being <laughs> born in the black community. Demographic of Black people that are dealing with particular like experiences that they they are speaking to. That's always what it's been rooted in, and obviously white America, because white America has always done that. It's always uh, appropriated what what Black cultures, marginalized cultures have going on, and co opted it. And that's always uh, appropriated what what Black cultures, marginalized cultures have going on, and co opted it and commodify uh, commoditize it to their um, advantage. But that's what they're going to do. That's what it is to live in a capitalist patriarchal structure. But does that mean the problem then becomes on you know, the Black people that are creating the art that they were creating for themselves and their communities to tell their stories, to speak to the sound of the music that, you know, like, to me, it's like, oh, well, but where's really the problem that lies? Like, what are we going to do? You see what I'm saying? Callie? I'm waiting for your rebuttal. I was waiting for you to reply. What's up? Where you at? Kelly, are you there? You let me did I remove you from you. Oh shit, no. Um, all right. Duh. All right, Mallory. All right, Mallory, what's up? Make it light. Hey, hey Owen. It's been a long time. Um, I wanted to talk about Abbott Elementary. Oh, I love Abbott. Yes, let's talk about Abbott. <laughs> are you current on this it? week's is this week's episode already out? Okay, so this week is the episode with the mural. Okay. Have you seen that one? The last week's. Okay, okay. Yeah, so just, um, just, I've, okay, okay. Yeah, so just, um, just, I don't know, it's just a delicious show. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that you had mentioned it before, and um, I saw, you know, it's just a delicious show. <laughs> I just know that you had mentioned it before, and um, I saw that it got some attention. It's winning it, all the awards. It's cleaning up. Yes, yes. Did absolutely. you see? Um, 
Wait, before anybody, y'all. Oh, no, I don't hate Ava. I love Ava. I just love to love Ava. Oh, my God, yes. Um, She's also way better than anybody's giving her credit for. I feel like no one's talking about her body enough for me. I'm bad. Um, Pat also. Mm-hmm. Raheem, hey, Raheem, hey, hey, we don't have Stop that. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, but, uh. Barbara, Barbara, and the the redhead teacher, real fine. They really oh my gosh! Rahim, yes, yeah. You would put in front of these white people. Raheem, stop that! Stop beating. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and and we finally got a kiss. So that was listen. I love this. <laughs> I love to see it. Yo, I love Tyler James Williams, and I just want to say I knew he was fine from time. I liked him when I was a kid, and he was getting it. I like everything. I also want to call Quinta Brunson. She did such an excellent job recognizing who she has true on-screen chemistry with because uh, Abbott Elementary is not the first time her and Tyler James uh, Williams worked together. They were on a Black Lady sketch show, and he had come in as, like, a guest, you know, one of the – they'd have guests uh-huh. all the time in these sketch comedies, and there was several that they did. There's one that I really liked between um, – it's called uh, – it's the Romeo and Juliet uh, skit. But where, where she, um, she and Tyler James Williams play like one is a super big Cardi fan and one is a big Nicki fan, but like Romeo and Juliet style, and they decide to be, kill their stand uh-huh. to be guys real cute. But anyway, that's where I think they realize like they have such great on screen chemistry together, and I really like one just to like shout out to friendship because you know he really thanked her and that she like revitalized his career and gave him like a purpose in this role. But two, just like my girl has an eye, she saw that like hey. We got special chemistry, and they really, really do. So I love that. I love them together. Um, very Same. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, is Callie yeah, working yeah. again? All right, Callie. You, you, can, you can talk. Thank you, Mallory. Thank can you hear me? What's up? So why do you think, sorry to bring it back, but like, why do you think drill rap is popular right now? Because it sounds good. It does sound good, for real. But like, what specifically about that subgenre of music do you think is like is, is so appealing and to like the current because moment? Because it's the kind of it's the kind of black experience white people want to cosplay. But we know that that's why hop, that's why hip hop is popular in general. But it doesn't become mm-hmm. an incumbent upon just because white people like we have to stop centering whiteness. Like everything becomes about how are things that we aren't even making for them like impact how to feel about what they do about it or blah, 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 blah. Like that's not, fuck what they doing. They thinking about, I was, I I was talking about this in a different context on leftist mafia, but where uh, Toni Morrison talks about writing, writing to black people and writing past about black people, but to white people, you're having a conversation with them. And I think that's the difference when you look at like what people are critical of a, of a Kenya Barris or, you know, Mindy Kaling or these kinds of people. It's like, they're talking about, their communities, but they are not talking to their communities. They are talking and, and, and massaging and being palatable and editing to this kind of audience. At the end of the day, who 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 gives a shit about what white people are going to do with it? It wasn't for them in the first place. They decided, you know, they're going to go engage in it, and there's nothing that you could do about it in a country where they are majority of more this art is to be art can be accessed by whomever, and there's nothing you can do with once it's past you. But you can't say, oh, because white people love this. You can't do it. You can't make your art. You can't speak to what's popping for you. You can't get a bag off this because white people like getting you getting the bag off this particular thing. Like, so fuck with white people, you know? It's not for. I don't know if I'm saying that. 
I feel like it's more, I don't know. I don't have a good rebuttal. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's just like, it does. Like, I do think there's like particularly some vile aspects to drill. I do think that it does cause more violence in the streets. And I do think by giving it like this financial incentive. Does it um, cause more violence? Are you seeing the violence more because we're focused on drill? I think in some instances, yeah, it does amp up the violence. I don't think, I do think it probably would have still been there if, if, uh, if drill didn't exist, there definitely would still be gangs fighting each other. There definitely would still be crime. But when, when you, you give these guys, because it's not just the attention is it's the money though. Right. And like, if you're like some, dude who's never grown up with nothing you're just trying to make a make some money like you have an incentive just to say some real wild shit okay, about the somebody incentive is, but, okay so let, let me actually just take us back let's just panel for a second there are people living in impoverished communities where they have no no money no access to anything else and they are using music to create to 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 express that and to create a lane for themselves to make money. They are speaking to the circumstances in the community that they already live in. They already live in poor, violence-ridden communities. And you are suggesting that because they have made a lane, a genre of music that is incredibly successful, and it happens to you are you are being highlighted. You are seeing the violence that they already live with in their realities and how they respond to it. Because this creates an incentive. Uh, this creates they're making money this creates an incentive for them to want to go engage in this practice that will make them money when they otherwise which we've recognized from the beginning don't have any so we should thus do something or whatever what have you or engage in some analysis that critiques this because we don't want them to be making as much money because now we're going to argue that them being able to make money by expressing the violence and the circumstances they already live in their community is what in and of itself created those circumstances when in actuality it is poverty and destruction they were already in? I mean, 100%. But, like, there have been instances where... Some dude said something on a record and then he got killed. The and you next think that's because it's drill specifically, as opposed to you realize that's all. Well, yeah, like if little. This is what's always been said about hip hop. Like when they were having in 1993, when they were in Congress trying to ban and censor hip hop, they were always making these arguments. They were always trying to act as though hip hop, hip hop, and the fact. That's not that's not what I'm saying though. I'm like because in the 90s they weren't specifically disrespecting the homies of dead people. They they weren't. In the nineties, no. The homie, mainstream wise, no. They weren't. They weren't saying like, man, like. They weren't respecting the homies of dead people. They weren't disrespecting the homies of dead people in hip hop. They weren't disrespecting dead homies of people. Drill specifically. I don't know if if you listen to the lyrics, they're talking like "Who I Smoke" by Youngin and Youngin and Ace is like. The chorus is literally drill? naming the people. Like, so Pardon? What, you, what you, where in Drill did, where did they do that before? What did before? Gucci and Jeezy have like a known hip hop beef. Of, what are you talking about? Off the top of the dome, Gucci. He only mentioned, he only mentioned Pookie Loke. The guy's name is Pookie Loke. He only mentioned him like recently. He, like they had a versus battle. There's a whole fucking song for. 
from time. I'm putting niggas in the dirt. What are you talking about? Hip hop has always had violent beef. What do we? What do we say? What are we? What? You think they've never? They just started disrespecting dead homies in hip hop. Word with the drill artists. Yeah, well, like, isn't it way more of a wave now? It's way more popular now for sure than it was in the 90s. You would have to admit that at the very least. That in the right? 90s, we didn't. Like, Tupac, when Tupac did hit him up, he never disrespected nobody's dead homies. He talked about fucking he his talked wife. About... He... What do you he mean talked... he never disrespected? First of all, Tupac does. First of all, he does hit him up because he interprets who shot you as you talking about him getting fucking shot and almost died. And a nigga did get murked in that whole circumstance. I don't know what you're talking about. And then, two. And hit him up. He's talking about killing the niggas. The only reason he's not talking about his dead homies is because the niggas not dead yet. He's saying and hit him up. It's like but that's different. Ooh, the different, vibe was different, different than that. Oh, cross your mind that we hear you live in a current world where you hear the the volume of music that you have access to the fact that you could follow random little drill rappers in the streaming service in the internet changes what you feel like the volume is my guy like you know like oh they were doing that in the nineties do you think you were hearing as much music you had as much access to music in the nineties what are you talking about it worked. I listen to a lot of nineties shit don't you understand in the nineties <laughs> that's like my genre in the nineties <laughs> hey yo son in the nineties understand and Biggie are dead. Both of them. They used to take niggas out the game. You couldn't even go to a side. And who, they- who shot them? Who shot them, though? It was Orlando Anderson, a crip from Los Angeles, who killed Tupac because he beat his ass in a fucking lobby right beforehand. Anyway. Okay. Bro. No. I'm sorry. You got to take this <laughs> idea back to the drawing board. Um, yeah. I'm what idea? I'm not going to get the hair. You're going to you're gonna have to get off Drill's music's ass. That's what you're going to need to do. Like, maybe go. I love drill. You don't understand. I say this as a fan. No, you should. You should try country. I feel like that's what you. I oh, fucking that's... hate country. But Reba McIntyre, that's what you need to be listening to. That's what your spirit can take, Callie. You need you need Reba. You need Carrie Underwood. OK, and maybe Who's maybe Reba if you McIntyre? need a little if you need an urban fair, you could listen to Old Reba. Town Road. That's the most I want to hear out of you from now on, Kelly. <laughs> All right, thank you, Kelly. Love you. All right, let me get this next. Hey, unmute yourself. What's your name? Hi. The lady saying this, but probably fucks with country hard. No, the fuck I don't. (laughs) But although I do fuck with Reba McIntyre. Okay, to Reba, a sing what a single mom who works too hard, who loves her kids and never stops. Um, but that's about it. With two hands and out of a pocket. Anyway, hi, what's up? <laughs> hi. Hey, am I okay? I'm sorry, I'm very new to this, and I did not know if this was me actually calling in. But oh my goodness, I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> I am Tianica Star. Nice to meet everybody. Oh um, lovely speaking Hi. with you. Hola. Hola. <laughs> um, so this is pretty cool. I am a new recent, recent-ish follower of yours online and now on Instagram and oh my goodness, everything. And I'm so grateful and um, thank you for everything that thank you do. Thank you. Sorry. Especially in the way that you do it unapologetically, Black as 
fuck female as fuck and you know just beautiful and so yay we need it it's absolutely needed <laughs> i'm so sorry my cat Raheen is trying to fight me give me one second to no you're good like my my little puppy is in his uh little space now because he's it's bedtime because yeah <laughs> he's on y'all saw him punch me right y'all saw <laughs> they can see you you see you climbing 4k on the see i would babe because he saw the camera my cat is so my cat really acts like somebody whose mom is a defense attorney he saw the camera and stopped you see it the got a camera oh shit my fault my fault my fault i'm not gonna bunch you Yes, they caught you in 4K. That's all right. Bye. Be bad. Um, <laughs> that is amazing. That really, that really, really makes my day. I really, really, truly love to hear that. It makes, it makes me feel good when, when especially, especially coming from black people. It really, absolutely. I'm like, oh, oh, great. Because these white people be hating. On Thank you. I'm, I'm rooting for everybody black who's roots for yeah. black people. Like you know. <laughs> Big, no, absolutely. Anything in specific you wanted to ask me or say before you, before the next? Um, well, not really, but I will say, I know you were saying something about um, kind of an idea for your next, uh, uh, say, how do you say this? Alornati. Writing. Alornati. Yeah. Um, maybe something in the regards of finding rest in the time, because I know you're, you're a workaholic. Yes. You're passionate about this because you love it, not because you feel like you have to, which I so appreciate about you because I can tell like if you needed to rest you wanted to rest honey you would rest so yes <laughs> so maybe something in that space but other than that I just want to say congratulations and keep doing what you do sis it's it's definitely and fuck everybody thank who's got a problem with it so that's me <laughs> <laughs> thank you boo bye boo you're welcome <laughs> alright next color Alora. I'm 30 I'm, I'm Hello? out, y'all. So, Alora, if you want. Hi. Hi. It's so very nice to get to talk to you. I'm a recent follower. I started watching on the Leftist Mafia. I love oh, you. It's great. You. Uh, definitely a good standard of like professionalism of what I want to get to from like uh, yeah. career wise. You're wonderful, good role model. I have a question about have you heard about the UC California? having uh doing counter active uh repercussions towards the tas that strike no i didn't actually i didn't know about that is there you know what you should do if there's information on that though you should submit it to our um the left mafia subreddit we said we just got so that look into that and if we and and possibly talk about that i feel like that is a a good thing we should start using that for now because no i haven't heard of it yet but be glad to look into it Awesome. Great. Uh, well, uh, I don't want to ask any questions that you wouldn't know answers to then. Uh, but as a defense attorney, I guess you could maybe ask this. Would uh, would they be able to do any type of counteractive measures towards the administration for their uh, retaliation after they unionized and got the pay raises? Like you can really track and see that the retaliation uh, was because of the strike. Yeah, I mean, they probably it probably would turn to, a, to civil suits. I would imagine there's some kind of civil recourse. Um, that's what that sounds like to me, like a, a civil matter, um, and probably so. I'm sure there is like my best friend. You know, what would be a good person to bring on if this is something to talk about. Uh, maybe on my next tea time, I could revisit. I'll bring my best friend Nia, who I've had on there before. She's an employment discrimination lawyer, so I feel like she would be excellent. 
It's wow. like, I feel like this is her bag. Like, she'd be like, <laughs> meanwhile, me over here, I'm like, I don't know. I only know what to do if you get locked up. <laughs> so I will put that awesome. in our leftist mafia subreddit and I will take it to my best friend and get her like actual legal analysis so I could give you like some actually sound legal advice and not my speculation. Because all I could say is, that was like a civil suit. <laughs> Wonderful, great. Thank you no so much. No problem, for your time. boo. I got you. Dun, dun, dun. All right. If they, oh, George. All right. Boom. Okay, George. And if anybody else wants anything else, you get in the queue because I plan to wrap up it at uh, the 30 minute mark because I promised I was going to stay long tonight and keep you forever in a day. I want to watch sisters. Um, <laughs> so, George, hi. Hi. Oh my god, I love you on Leftist Mafia. Like uh I I've been on the chat and I've been like, oh my god, y'all need to y'all need to get it together for Ms. Olay, honey, because she is fabulous, girl. <laughs> um Yeah, because like I think I think one day you were talking about like the chat members and you were like, oh, you're like coming for them because like they were coming for you or something like that. And I was over there like, y'all better stop coming for Miss Olay, Thank honey. you. Listen, I love when y'all show me the love. That's one thing. Like, I, I really, I really, really love it. It really does make my stinking heart. Like, yes, help me. Curse these people out for me too, please. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, so, like, I just have, yeah. like, one question and then, like, I'll, I'll let you go. Um, I know, like, sometimes you do, like, um, law advice and legal advice for, like, law schools or potential law school students. Um. Right now, I am like a bachelor's. I, I mean, like I'm on the track to get a bachelor's in like philosophy. Would you say that like, I mean, P, uh, students that I've talked to have said that philosophy is like a very good high, tool for law, for law schools? They LSAT statistically, yeah. Yeah. So like, would I mean, like, would you say that like students that like do well in philosophy do well in like law schools statistically, usually? They- Yes, I mean, they're some of the, the best uh, performing. I considered getting um, a minor. I considered majoring like the philosophy pre-law track um, in undergrad. I ultimately did poli-sci, but yeah, absolutely. To be honest, I'm gonna be, I think most things in terms of your undergrad, what you choose as your major, do- doesn't matter. You can get into law school at any major as long as you do well on the, L- the LSAT, you have strong grades, strong extracurriculars. Um, but I think statistically, philosophy people who to study philosophy do better on the LSAT and, and the way that it's taught to them, they they tend to perform better um, in law school because I just think it's a more analytical mind and I think that's, you know, so I think I think philosophy is a is a strong one to major and I would encourage that honestly. All right, thank you. Have a good <laughs> Bye, day. Love. Bye, love. Yes. Anybody else before I go, jump now or forever, forever hold your peace. Um, medical school, I'm, I'm looking at your comments. Um, ghost story. What ghost story? Which one would I I tell y'all? And I was y'all thinking, and I sound just like Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> like, let me see. Anybody else have anything? Or y'all want me to tell you? Uh, I'll let me see. I want to tell y'all a little story when I was kid. All right, so I'll tell y'all one of them. Um, oh, y'all know what I should do? You know what I may do as a real treat for y'all one of these days? Maybe I'll get my sisters. I'll bring my sisters um, on here. And my sister could tell you all this beautiful ghost story I love that she tells because she she has the voices down pat. Um, but I'll bring my sisters on. I feel like that would be a fun thing if you got my big sister and my sister doing. Um, I'll do that. I'll do that for y'all. Next week, I'll ask them. I'll, I'll ask my sisters. Um, but uh, I think the first little ghost story in my life was when I was a, a little kid. 
like a little girl. I lived, I lived with my Grammy for like the first seven years of my life. Um, and so we had this lady, there was a lady, old lady that lived uh, across the street um, that named uh, Miss, what's her name? Miss, Miss Sally or something like that. I think her name was Miss Sally. Um, and Miss Sally was in the hospital, but I didn't know she was in the hospital as a little kid. So my Grammy, my Grammy, them had been like, my Grammy had been going to her in the hospital and waiting there for them. And so uh, one night I'm sleeping, my Grammy like, uh, wake, I, I, my Grammy wakes me up for a second and she was like, oh, we have to, you know, get up because we need to get ready. We're going to go by, uh, go see Miss Sally. And I was like, but Grammy, Miss Sally's already dead. And then, and then, and then my Grammy gets a call, like, shortly after, like, the Miss Sally's passed away. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, she told me, like, yeah, I'd already, had already become informed. So that was my, that was my first, like, oh, okay, yeah, I already know this. Let me see. Oh, I'm looking at y'all's comments. Thank y'all so much. Oh, I love the love. Y'all know my Leo heart loves this. Um, I know kids are, yeah, I very much so, I have several of those. And honestly, I kind of have those, like, I have I have dreams sometimes that tell me shit is going to happen. Like that, like in law school, I randomly had a dream that this, uh, this classmate of mine, um, was, was going to commit suicide. And I called and a classmate I didn't talk to, wasn't like a close friend or anything. And I called him like, a blue, like, Hey, I had this dream. Like, are you okay? And he literally broke down and told me very much so how he had been planning to do that. And it was literally just cause I, I, I just dreamed it out the blue. So yeah, that, that stuff like that happened to me all the time. I have a, I have a, a law school boyfriend, my law school boyfriend was cheating on me with this girl named Stephanie. And I, to this day, I've never seen her. No one's ever told me I dreamt it. I dreamt it twice. And then I was like, okay, it must be. And I said it to him and he freaked out thinking my friend, that his friends, his best friends told me and lost it or whatever. Meanwhile, I just dreamed it. And so he, he ended up snitching and, and spilling the beans on himself. But I wouldn't recognize Stephanie to this day. I, I literally don't know it other than it was just in a dream. <laughs> that is what's fuck Stephanie. Yes, it's fuck Stephanie. <laughs> but yeah, no, that 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 very much so uh, uh happens to me. I, I dream stuff all the time. Um and it's very much so jokes. I had a I had a actual a guy I was seeing that was convinced I was a witch and was like truly terrified. <laughs> um but you know don't go tell the people this. Don't go don't go don't go tell them I'm out here being a witch in private. Um y'all ask for the ghost story. Don't don't go write me off don't go write me off as a wacko anywhere just just giving y'all what y'all asked for <laughs> thank you oh what island am i from i'm from nassau the bahamas um <laughs> yes it is a good it happens to me very often like uh very especially especially in let me see how can you cheat on a dime to disrespect lots of men have cheated on me shall <laughs> I'm like, shit, how can you? You can ask a few niggas and they'll have an answer for you, baby. <laughs> um, yes. Any anything else? Why y'all here? If y'all have any other random questions y'all wanna ask me, just type it in the chat since y'all already deep in my business. If y'all go rap I could rapid fire if y'all just throw out questions or anything that y'all wanna know. I could give y'all five minutes of rapid fire. Go. Watch y'all watch y'all not rapid fire. That's not rapid. Where am I blunt? See? It's crazy. This what y'all. This what y'all came up with for rapid. My favorite movie from last year, last year, twenty twenty two. What came out? I saw a Nope on my birthday. I thought that was good. I know people didn't like it, but I liked it. Uh, my favorite three albums of the last year: Renaissance by Beyonce. I've run it into the ground, um, and I'm also going to see Beyonce in July. Um, what's my sign? I am a Leo Sun, a Scorpio Moon, and a Virgo Rising. I know. 
uh let me see name a song in the 90s where someone disrespects a dead homie this this man listen all right let's let's this really is powerful so if someone disrespects where's my where's my spotify i'm gonna come back matter of fact matter of fact i'm gonna i challenge somebody somebody in the chat you can't you think there's no song from the the only reason is I don't want to go to my library and come out of this thing and this turn off my video. I'm not going to fight with you, Callie. I'm not going to. I'm not I'm not going to play with you today. Am I going to go see Creed 3? Yes, I am. I'm a fucking thirst bucket. And I want to incentivize the industry to put Jonathan Majors in as many productions as possible. So, yes, I will be going to see Creed 3, even though I've never seen the first or the second. I have no fucking idea what it's about. But that man is fine as hell. I'm going to go see that. I also have... I'm so behind on Marvel movies. I feel like I used to watch them all. And then I somehow I blinked between Endgame and I, and there were 96 of them out. Like, they used to come up with them sparingly. And then they just started ODing and I'm behind. So, my point is, I don't... I'm so behind in the universe. But whatever the fuck they just put Jonathan Major's fine ass in finna go see that okay i'm all about incentivizing good behavior like when they put yaya and candy man i was like yes put that fine ass man and stuff i'm gonna go to the theater go to go see that because i want you i want you to do that yes jesus thank you for looking out for me i'm all about rewarding good behavior so i could be there i could be right there um let me see what else y'all saying rapid fire rapid. Dying for your take on castlevania anime i haven't seen it but maybe i will rap or cigar none um, if you win, if you won like $300 million in the lottery, what would you do first? I would buy my U.S. citizenship. Um, I would pay my credit card bill, which is not high, but that is the first thing I would do. I would buy my U.S. citizenship. I would pay my credit card bill. I would quit my job. Um, I would establish my own organization. I would hire at least like five to six employees to help me do the things that I want to do. I would buy another couch for my living room so that when I... I, I I could think of a few things I would do, child. Um, my favorite comedians, my top five, my my ultimate number one favorite comedian is Chris Rock. Um, my top five is Patrice O'Neill, in, in no particular order. Uh, Patrice O'Neill, Chris Rock, Patrice O'Neill, Bill Burr, <sighs> excluding put an asterisk by Dave Chappelle. Obviously, all the shit he been doing. Just pretend like you y'all know exclude all the transphobic shit and everything he's come to be and just do from killing him softly and for what it's worth, stand him up there. Um, him in the, in the fifth spot is usually uh, rotating. And honestly, sometimes if I feel like giving it to a white comedian, I really like John Mulaney. I think John Mulaney is very fucking funny. Um, I like... Uh, I used to like, um, as far as white comedians, the problem with a lot of white comedians is who they be, who they be in real life be so sickening in the same way like what Dave Chappelle be like, because I would want to give it to Tom Segura or Sebastian Maniscalco, but when I had them niggas talk, I'd be like, ah, I'm not fucking with this. Um, I think, I don't give up. Unpopular opinion, I feel like people have, have gotten off at saying they love to be like, Steve Harvey's not that funny. He's not whatever of the kings of comedy. Shut the fuck up. Steve, Steve, comedy, Steve Harvey comedy stand-ups are hilarious. I used all the time. Like, as somebody, y'all don't know this about me, but I'm real into stand-up comedy. Like, deeply so. I watch a lot of stand-up comedy. Like, I watch stand-up comedy. And Steve Harvey is funny, and everybody can kiss my ass. Also, they always like to be like, Deal Hughley is the least funny of the, um, you know, why is he even in the Kings of Comedy? Go watch, go on HBO. HBO actually has, like, a wealth of, like, the first ever, like, stand-up specials of a lot of those old comedians. And they have, like, Deal Hughley's, like, first ever, like, little spe special. Watch that. Very funny. Um, 
So yeah, those are some of my Wanda Sykes. She also be saying some some coonish bullshit too. But Wanda Sykes has some fucking hilarious stand-ups. And also I like watching the contrast between Wanda Sykes stand-ups when she was still pretending to be straight and had a husband versus now. Excellent. Cat Williams, obviously. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat Williams. Obviously, my honor honorable mentions. But he's Cat Williams is actually probably my fifth seat. I was gonna give it to you. I was gonna give you who my I'll tend to rotate in my fifth seat. Um, but Cat Williams, um, <laughs> American Hustle and Pimp Chronicles are two of the all-time greatest stand-ups. Although I think uh, Patrice O'Neill, Elephant in the Room, is probably is a top three to me. But yeah, Cat Williams is a great. Um, people love, it's become popular to, to, to hate on Kevin Hart and to pretend like he's not funny. Um, and like, here's the thing. Stand-up comedians, what makes their, like, first stand-ups always be so fucking funny is because it'd be jokes they perfected on the road for, like, 10 years and shit. But then after that, once they get big, they start just form, uh, uh, for following a formula to spit out stand-ups, like, every year. And that's what you see coming out of Chris Rock. I mean, Chris, uh, out of Kevin Hart in recent years. But Kevin Hart's stand-up, seriously funny, um, uh, 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 all of them, all of the early ones hilarious and anybody who say otherwise is a liar also i went and saw someone said cat williams is okay you lie cat williams is hilarious um i went and saw chris rock and um uh kevin hart last summer at at barclays and they were excellent uh deaf comedy jam is amazing and deaf poetry jam is amazing russell peter's first stand-up was funny and the rest weren't george carlin is fucking amazing he's one of my daddy's all-time favorites and one of the stand-up comedians i grew up on um what else? Check out Pablo Francisco Bits and Pieces. I'll leave it rolling on the floor. Okay, I'll check that out. Um, new Brawler, but I don't, I don't be watching them. Uh, let me see. Anything else? Oakland got too high on the Cali weed. Yeah, Cat Cat has some struggles, you know. But what if we were just going based on organic talent and you know uh, original contributions to stand up comedy? American Hustle. You could watch. There are certain stand ups that I think are perfection. Personally. Uh, Chris Rock stand-ups, I don't care what nobody says, Chris Rock is the my personal, he's my number one greatest. I And I, sometimes people will say to me, they'll be like, oh, I don't like, I don't like Chris Rock's stand-up. And then immediately, or his comedy, I'll reference his stand-ups and they realize they've never actually seen them. If you have not watched Chris Rock's stand-ups, The Bigger, The Blacker, or uh, Never Scared, you are missing out. You are doing yourself a fucking disservice. If I, if, if I don't, let me, let me give y'all, if y'all want to take anything away from me today on my, on recommendations, Patrice O'Neill, Killing Him Softly. I mean, not Patrice O'Neill, Elephant in the Room. Patrice O'Neill, Stand Up uh, Elephant in the Room. It's on YouTube for free. It is one of the best standups of all fucking time. He's in his pocket. You should watch that. You cannot go wrong. You will have a great time. I think you should watch Elephant in the Room by Patrice O'Neill. If you've never seen, um, it's, 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 it's a, I really hate what Dave Chappelle has done to his legacy, but just as far as uh, top five stand-ups, his first stand-up, Killing Him Softly in DC in 1993 is perfection. Um, Chris Rock, The Bigger, The Blacker, and Chris Rock, Never Scared, amazing. Uh, Bill Burr, I would go, let me tell you, let me pick which one of my Bill Burr stand-ups I want to suggest to you, because I like, um, a lot. Uh, let's see, I'm gonna go for my Bill Burr. I think I want the one where he makes this lotion joke about white people. Um, so let me see. I'm, I'm going to wrap What if you... This which Bill Burr one. Let's see. Uh, honestly, go go for Bill Burr's one where the curtains are red and he has on a black shirt. I can't remember the name of it, but curtains are red. 
black shirt or the one that's in black and white from the time. And I, honestly, any any Bill Burr stand-up except the last one, Paper Tiger. Um, Jimmy Dore, nigga, please. I'm out of here. Um, let's see, who else you mean? Uh, Monique. Yeah, Monique is funny. I like old um, some more. Monique and Samores, um Queens of Comedy stand-up bits are really good. Um, Mitch Hedberg, no, I don't like him at all. I once, I'm so sorry. I hate, I, I know I'm popular. I, I don't do it for me. People try, nah, I wasn't fucking with it. Um, who else? Um, of a random kind of like a different kind of comedy style that I actually still do appreciate a lot. I like, um, uh, what you call it? I like Mike Birbiglia. Mike Birbiglia has like very cute, introspective kind of like, comedy that I like. It's very calm. I like Mike Birbigley a lot. Yeah, I see some more. His new stand-up just came up, but I haven't got to watch it yet. But now that you say it, when I get off the air, I'm probably going to go to the bodega and I'm going to watch that. Um, let me see who else I like. Uh, y'all really got me down a rabbit hole. I really love stand-up. Uh, who, who else do I I want to tell? I want to talk about right now? Um, yeah, Birbigley is good. I don't like, um, oh boy, the shirtless boy to be with Tom Segura. Uh, I don't think he's funny, but Tom Segura is funny. He's just, this is the thing. Tom Segura, the whole time I'm watching Tom Segura stand up, even though he's funny, I like know he's a white guy I hate in real life. Yeah, Burt Kreischer, he's not funny at all, but Tom Segura is. Um, Tom Segura is, is like, oh, I shouldn't, like, I can feel that you are a bad white person. You know what I mean? Everything about it, everything about it. And I'm like, ah, but he, but he's funny. Um, so he is, who else? Eddie Griffin has really fun, funny ass stand-ups that are incredibly, I, you know, some some comedians, you know, speak so much to a particular kinds of audience that will always stay in that pocket. And Eddie, Eddie Griffin is somebody like that. Like he really makes comedy for black people. Um, so he never really has gotten the kind of mainstream attention, but Eddie Griffin is very funny. Um, let me see, there's someone else I was thinking of that I wanted to mention just now too. Um, Tom Stand-Up versus podcast of different people. Uh, yeah, Eddie, Eddie is great. And Eddie, when you think about it, Eddie's career, Eddie, Eddie has done well for himself in terms of, like, no major fall-offs, no issues that we know of, no major things. Um, so that's great. Uh, who else? I also don't like, who's that, that little one that people like on YouTube? Uh, not on YouTube, on Netflix, a uh, little white guy that plays, like, music, the meat, something. I don't know. I don't remember his name. But he's not good. Um... But let me see who else do I want to who else do I want to recommend while I've got y'all here? Uh, Patton Oswalt, no, Dimitri Martin. Yeah, I hate him. His well, not him personally. I don't hate him personally. I, I, his comedy trash. I mean, and that other there's a white guy that um he's blonde. His name is like is it like Jess Jess Jessnick or y'all know who I'm talking about? Anthony Jessnick or something like that. Jess someone's gonna say it in the chat him he not funny at fucking all he is not even him Anthony not even remotely funny not even kind of funny not even a little bit funny not at fun not funny at all not funny at all um <laughs> who, who else I was supposed to put my phone on the charger I got excited talking to y'all um yeah who else who else um Christopher Titus, do you like Louis C.K.? So here's the thing with Louis C.K. My problem with Louis C.K. is nothing even scandal related. Um, it's every time, what'll happen back in the day, I feel like Louis C.K., his jokes would always be like kind of viral. Like there would be, it was like, you would see uh, viral social media where it's like the pictures of him and at the stand up with like the caption there of the, of the joke. And it always, it's like something you would want to retweet, like something intelligent or something that you think like, oh, let me go and watch this. And then I watch this and I'm like, 
this is the most unfunny fucking nigga. Like, nothing about this is... What? Like, that's my thing is, like, he's just not funny to me. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even get it. You never found Bill Burr or Chris Rock funny. You're a sicko. You're a sick, you're a sick, sick man. You're a sick, sick, or or a woman, or or whatever, whoever you are. You're a sick, sick person. <laughs> if you don't, don't think Bill Burr or Chris Rock are funny, you're sick. You're fucking sick. In fact, Bill Burr, I would wager that Bill Burr is one of the funniest white people to ever fucking do it. I actually think. Bill Burr should tell all white people to put some fucking respect on his name. Bill Burr has, um, I think his, I wouldn't say he fell off. I would say his last stand-up paper tiger is not as funny as the others. I would not go as far as to say he fell off yet. I don't think I would be reasonable to my man. If y'all want to still put Eminem in the top five rappers like people like to do, then Bill Burr did not fall off because he had one stand-up that was a little underwhelming in comparison to the rest. Um, but Bill Burr, because Bill, I think like there's a difference between white people and black people funny. And some people, you know, there's overlap and there's pockets. But Bill Burr is black people funny in a way that I really like and not black people funny like Gary Owens being a white guy that's trying to like ingratiate himself it's like I'm the white black guy like funny Bill Burr's style of comedy is very black and funny like I think white comedy is very like Will Ferrell-ish like let's do stupid shit let's be like this or like Dimitri Martin let's do things it's very skinny it's very how can I how can it's a bit I feel like that white comedy is very like a bit and black comedy is very I am naturally funny like if you watch Elephant in the Room by Patrice O'Neill it's so good and most of what makes it so amazing is just his audience work it's just like a natural funniness um, that I think, I think is lacking in a, a lot of white comedy, but it's not lacking in Bill Burr. So you better put some motherfucking respect on his name. Um, yeah, Will Ferrell is not funny at all. I agree with you there. I know that's an unpopular opinion. I know somebody's gasping, but he's he's not funny. I hate his shit. I don't find it funny at all. Um, I hate Will Ferrell Ferrell Productions. Like I fucking hate it. I hate Will Ferrell movies. Everything about it. Um, Ralphie May. I never like really watched his comedy to really comment on him. Uh, do I ever wonder what happened to Daniel Tosh? No fucking. Um, Isla Shasta, no. I don't think, honestly, I've never, I don't think there's a, a funny white woman alive. You know? <laughs> you know, I mean, is there? Funny white lady. Funny white woman comic. Hmm. I see the names that you. No, I like Adam Sandler. I like Adam Sandler. He's very likable. I just don't think he's. Uh. Uh. No, I see the names that y'all are calling, and um, the I see the white lady names y'all are throwing out, and none have brought to me. Amy Schumer sucks. She really sucks. Like, I've tried to get through her shit and some other bunch. Them white women do not be funny like that for real. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm so sorry. That's just not the tea. Um, that's just not there. You know, everybody has strengths as a group. Obviously, they're going to be individual. I'm, I'm being obvious and being hyperbolic. Nobody, nobody start getting sensitive and crying like my aunt Susie is really funny. I believe you, sweetie. I believe you. That's not what I'm saying. I don't believe there's no white woman on earth that's ever made anybody giggle. I just mean as a general, if we were just talking communally, like, could you list top five white woman comics? Cause I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely couldn't. <laughs> I definitely couldn't. Um. Yeah. No. I don't know. No. I don't know. No funny like like that. Uh, I don't think that those people stuff be real funny. Favorite all time theme song. Oh, all time. 
ah, this is hard. There's so many amazing theme songs. Like off the top of the dome, I'm thinking Living Single, The Jeffersons, Golden Girls, The Boondocks, like Three's Company. Uh, my God, we could go on forever. I could never choose. Joan, do you watch Bel Air? Yes, I do. I haven't started season two yet, um, but I need to. Bel Air was very good. I was actually, that was a reboot that I was not looking forward to when we first heard about it. I thought it was going to be trash and it was so fucking good. So I'm excited to start season two. Honestly, I should do that tonight. I don't think I have any meetings or appearances scheduled tonight. I should work around the Lurinati, but I have all weekend to finish writing since I'm already behind. So maybe I'll just binge watch TV tonight. I feel like I could justify that. You can think of a lot of funny white ladies, but but none of them come to mind in stand-up. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I told you. <laughs> uh, Teddy Ray. Oh, my God. Rest in peace to Teddy Ray. That, that shit really hurt my heart. Yes. A truly, like, Funny, fu bro, that broke my heart. Him passing away, yo, that broke my heart. That's some sad shit, son. That really, that really was sad. That was, that was so fucking sad. That, that, that broke my heart. Um, he was so good. And I like how I told y'all, I was like, oh, hard out at thirty minutes. And the minute y'all brought up stand up comedy, I went down a spiral for another eighteen minutes and didn't even realize it. Wow, that's crazy. That's powerful. Um, if anybody doesn't have any. Any more questions or anything else y'all want to throw out in specific? I swear I will hop off soon. Like I promised you all, I am. I do not know how I ended up down this rabbit hole. Uh, okay, I'm glad y'all are liking the recommendations. Um, okay, good night, y'all are ready? Okay, I see the good nights coming in, so I will let y'all be free. Bye, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. I will, we will still have, we will have this next week. <laughs> well, uh, which hat do you do when you do leftist math? Which hat am I on? I am usually on, I'm usually on Rational National only because we stream through David's like on StreamYard so I can see it like immediately there on our video thing. If I had a choice, or I, I, well, I think next week I'm going to start tuning in through Lance's because I really like the Surf's audience. So I might start tuning in through the Surf's next week, but I usually am in the Rational National um, comments. Um, yes. Bye, y'all. Oh, how do I end?